When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hey, this is Kate. Welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm your host, and I also wrote the book called How to Be a Better Person which has 401 ways to make a difference in yourself and the world. This week on the podcast, I'm talking about animals, how taking care of them can make us better people, and simple but important ways to support animals, whether they're domestic pets or wild critters. After all, animals can really bring out our better instincts and give us an opportunity to get out of our own heads where we're thinking about our own problems. Plus, many of them are just incredibly important to the ecosystem and the world at large, and frankly, need our help. Today's big idea is that a category of animals that really needs our support is pollinators. The butterflies, bees, hummingbirds, moths, and even bats that spread pollen from plant to plant and make it so those plants can flower and fruit. Approximately 35% of our food crops and more than 75% of all flowering plants depend on pollinators. You may have heard that honeybees and monarch butterflies, two of many important pollinators, are in trouble and vulnerable to massive die-offs. They are not the only ones. As we lose more land to development and continue using pesticides and herbicides and experience a changing climate, we increase the number of challenges that pollinators have to overcome in order to be able to do what they do best, find food. In this episode, I'm sharing three ways you can make your outdoor home environment, in many cases, even if you live in a high-rise, friendlier territory for pollinators. The first is to go for variety. Everyone can plant more native flowers, which are pollinators' prime source of food. Choose a variety of colors of flowers that are native to your area to attract a variety of pollinators. We have oregano growing in our garden that just kind of refuses to die and it flowers every summer. And there are these like very large, very, mm, I don't want to be pejorative here, interesting looking like big black wasps that love the oregano. (laughs) And you know what? Great. I'm sure that they eat mosquitoes or do something important that I don't even know about. If you're wondering what flowers are native to your area, go to the website of the Lady Bird Johnson Wildflower Center and click on the Native Plants tab. You can find that at wildflower.org. Even if you live on the ninth floor or the 19th floor, your window box still helps. After all, pollinators can fly. If you have a stoop, a patio or a porch, flower pots on your steps or around the edges of your patio not only help pollinators, they look pretty and are inviting too. 
Pots do require regular watering, but if you listen to Monday's episode, you know a benefit of caring for animals is developing rituals. Watering for 10 minutes in the morning or the evening is a great meditative practice if you surrender enough to accept it, rather than feel stressed that you have yet another thing that you have to do now. I've got two more ways to help out the pollinators right after this break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And we're back. The second way to help pollinators is to be a little messy. If you have a yard, let dandelions and clover flowers grow, as those are great early sources of food for pollinators. That probably means that you don't mow the yard as often, which means you'll have to tolerate a little less manicured look. But the upside is that you'll have to spend less money and time on mowing, and using a lawnmower less means less air and noise pollution too. See if you can go two or even three weeks between mows your pollinators will be very happy about it. Just be careful if you're walking barefoot in the yard because you could inadvertently disturb a bee that's feeding on clover and get stung on the bottom of your foot. A true story that happened to me once, but hasn't happened again since I realized I needed to be a little more thoughtful about where I was stepping. Another form of mess that's great for pollinators is to leave some dead branches around. They make great nesting areas for bees and other insects that are important pollinators. If your mom or your neighbor gives you a funny look when they see your dead branch pile, you can rest knowing that you're helping the pollinators. And the last thing we're talking about today to help pollinators is to plant some monarch food. The monarch butterfly population has plummeted over 90% in just 20 years. One of the main causes of this decline is a lack of milkweed the only plant that hosts the caterpillars that turn into monarchs and is the primary source of food once the caterpillar has become a monarch. Milkweed and monarchs are a package deal. Without milkweed, monarchs decline. So if you want to help out these amazing butterflies that travel from Canada to Mexico every year, pollinating food and flowers all along the way, plant some milkweed. You can buy starter plants at a nursery in the spring or plant seeds in the fall. Your tiny assignment is to choose one thing you'll do to help out pollinators, or not do. Maybe you've got some dead branches in your yard that you've been feeling bad about not moving, but now you know you could just leave them there. I found an interesting stat when researching this article on the website for wildlifetrusts.org, and it is this. The United Kingdom's gardens provide more space for nature than all of the national nature reserves put together. So if you think what you do in your yard, stoop, or windowsill doesn't really matter, think again. It's part of a quilt of greenways and safe havens for all kinds of critters, including pollinators and the animals we're talking about tomorrow, birds. I don't know about you, but I find that thinking about what to plant from nature's perspective and keeping the animals and insects that keep the ecosystem thriving even more motivating than just thinking about what looks pretty. So... Let's get planning. 
After all, it's early March. Definitely time to be dreaming about the garden. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 